not able to live the life you need to live because of pesky issues like health, money, family, things that are killing your focus, begging you to procrastinate, or you're helping professional in the medical, social, or correctional system, dealing with people you know have potential, but you just can't seem to reach them. Or maybe you have entrepreneurial aspirations, but can't seem to maintain the drive and the direction to make it happen. I'm Rich Jones, an RN, a certified life coach and health coach. Join me for Essential Change, the podcast, where we separate the self-help and motivational BS from what you really need to know and do to actually live your best lifestyle, your essential change. Welcome to episode 30 of Essential Change, the podcast. Today, I want to give you a quick take on faith. Now, in our series, uh, which we're titling Think and Grow with Purpose, uh, we're taking that from the Napoleon Hill book, Think and Grow Rich, we want to talk about faith, that second principle. Now, this principle is extremely important right under desire. First, we help those distinguish what the desire is, where we want to go with with a life, an improved life. Now, first of all, faith. We'll call it the visualization and belief in the attainment of a desire. So, with the situations we find ourselves in as helping professionals, helping people to uh, attain a desire, is to make sure that we as the helping professionals understand that the word faith is a lot easier than having it. And we have to understand that in order to under help people to understand and to actually have faith and to make their desires true, we have to help them build that muscle of faith. Faith is not an automatic attainment. So we have to do a set of things. First of all, we have to prove to them, uh, and we'll talk about that, how we prove to them that they can actually have faith in an actual physical and life-altering achievement. We need to first get their attention. We need to get their attention. We need them to focus on the real pain causing issues in their life, not the things that may be the issue, but the real pain causing issues in their life, okay? Because what happens is once we really dig down and get the real desire, which is not easy to do, but once we dig down and get the real desires, then um, we can get them to believe and start working on that muscle of faith. Uh, I liken um, finding a real desire almost to, uh, I was watching football this weekend, when there's a fumble, like 50 people jump on the ball. Sometimes the referee's got to peel them off, peel them off till we get down. And during that time, you'll see different teams. One points this way, it's our ball. Next one, this way, it's our ball. You don't know till you actually get down to it. That's the kind of issue uh, approach I think we should have toward the people that we are trying to help. We want to continue to peel down and find that desire. And once we find that desire, now we have something to work on and some directions to start building that faith muscle. Constantly telling somebody they got to have faith, they got to have faith, uh, 
I wouldn't necessarily say it could become counterproductive, but it certainly doesn't have to be productive. You need some other issues and other actions that we have to add on to that in order to have someone understand what faith is and how it can work in their life. Many times, almost all times what we're talking about, we're dealing with people who life has proven to them and given them every indication that they are not going to come out on the good end. So they have a belief system already in place that would suggest to them that having faith in what you're asking them to have faith into uh, desires for an improved life and whether ever the deficit we're talking about. They've had a lot of life experiences that prove to them that that can't possibly be true. So to spurt off and give affirmations of just have faith, just have faith, is probably not the approach that we really want to take. So to reiterate, we, we can build, we can build vision boards, set planning sessions, uh, but belief in faith is a muscle that needs to be worked on. So we use those mechanisms of planning and action and accountability to provide exercises for the muscles of belief and faith. And faith works along with what we're trying to do. Uh, with all the planning and exercise and action things that we can do, melding that with faith is what gives the person the actual physical and mental feeling that the actions and the direction that they're taking is what they always wanted that destination to be, what that desire is. So we melt faith with the physical action and we strengthen both of them actually at the same time. Now, along with those actions of applying faith with the actual physical actions, then we add encouragement, affirmation. And this one is very important, inclusion. This is very inclusion important because we have to let people understand that what they're feeling and their problems and their the missing desires and the poor outcomes are not unique to them. And to understand that it's a fight that we're all in. So include that with them. Give the people that you're trying to help uh, a sense that it's a battle that we're all in and your job what you're trying to do for them is just help them get through it. Not that you are without any problems and not that your faith doesn't lack some time and you have issues, but that you are here to help them with their issues. And that's the important part. Don't let ever let them think that you believe that you're on a pedestal and you're reaching down to help them. Inclusion is a serious part of helping them to build faith. The people that we're trying to help are dealing with, uh, Starting off disadvantages in life, sometimes physical or mental illnesses that are slowing down the, the ability for them to separate uh, or include desire and faith in, as a part of their life. Uh, they have are undereducated in certain areas and they don't believe that they have the ability to be educated or in those areas while you know as a helping professional that they do. So this is important uh, aspect of helping them with acquiring faith. Let them know that we're all in this together. And at this point, at this point only, you are helping them. But in no means are you actually separated from them in that manner. Napoleon Hill said, faith is the external elixir which gives life power and action to the impulse of thought. In other words, uh, we need to know and let people know that when they achieve, when we specifically identify desire 
okay, and we're working on faith that that desire can come true, it's important to let them know that this is what makes, this is this feeling is what will make it real for them. Uh, they have to have faith with that too, but this is the thing that we want to let them know. The mixing of desire with faith that it can happen is the real answer, but everything else we're doing are tools to acquire that means. The developing development of faith, uh, it's important to understand that Faith is a very, very, one of the most powerful emotions we have, along with love and sex and belonging. Uh, Faith is something that we either have and it makes us, or if we lose it, it breaks us. So this is why Napoleon Hill made faith that second principle right after desire. And I think we as helping professionals need to place faith exactly in the same position as Napoleon Hill did, right behind desire, deciding what and who we need to be. And then after we figure that out, develop mechanisms that now will strengthen that muscle of faith because that faith and that desire is what's going to turn the change or the essential change into a reality. So just like everything else, we need to take that Take that emotion, that faith, and we need to give it the proper nutrition uh, because it, along with anything else, can be weakened if not worked on and strengthened and given their proper attention. Now, a few things we can do as helping professionals to help that, help strengthen that faith muscle is to constantly work on uh, visualizations of and remind people of who, where, and what they want. This is a constant action. I can't stress this enough. This is not something that you can do, write it down and be done with it. That's why I don't have that much problem with things like vision boards and writing out goals, but I think it's very important to let them know that just because you write it down, it's not done. It has to constantly be worked on, molded, watched, or reassessed, redone over and over again. It needs to be made a life habit. We also want to, on the second thing, is we want to install actual physical practices devoted to improving uh, the faith and those desires. In other words, we want to center our actions and life processes around the ultimate desires that we work on and detect as on a daily basis, okay? And we want to note actions successful actions that we build on daily. And we want to use those successful actions as proof, proof that faith actually works. The people that we are dealing with and trying to help have got nothing but proof that what they think or thought that they wanted will not happen for them. So what we need to do is we need to take the fruits of our desire our, our planning, our actions, and with the assistance of um, the monitoring of uh, helping groups and let them understand that that is what is building and strengthening faith. Through that faith, that's how we're going to make everything that we wanted to do, those desires that we talked about in the beginning, we want to make them real by adding that faith to that desire. For some people, it can sound a little hocus pocusy, but if we 
affect our implementation towards letting them know that the actual planning and action situations are what we're doing in order to build faith, we have a much better chance of getting people to stay with us and understand that the ultimate outcome is having faith. And the way to achieve faith is through actual attention to desire, attention to planning, attention to actions, and attention to those that are trying to support us, people and systems. So, again, faith, the second principle in Napoleon Hill's 13 Principles in Think and Grow Rich. Uh, next episode, we're going to talk about, next episode in the series, we're going to talk about the third uh, principle in Napoleon Hill's um, 13 Principles, and that would be auto-suggestion. And we got some uh, very interesting Interesting thing, excuse me, to say about auto-suggestion. So I hope that you will be with us next time. And remember, for any type of done-for-you planning, action, and accountability programs, go to secondstarts.com, www.secondstarts.com for done-for-you planning, action, and accountability programs. We work with individuals. We work with those helping professionals uh, where we can lend a hand with you, take off everything else off their plate so that they can hear exactly what you're saying while we help them with life management skills to get the rest of their life together. That empowers you as therapists and professional helpers to really get your attention in your area and really drive home and get the results that you're looking for once we help you get the rest of their life into attention. So this is Richard Jones, RN for Second Starts and Essential Change, the podcast. See you next time. Well, that's another episode of Essential Change, the podcast recorded in live. Please, guys, can you help me out? Give me a rating wherever you get your podcast so more people like you can find me. Find us. And let's spread the word to change lives from day one to day 1000. You can find me on the web at secondstarts.com. That's spelled with number two, two N D S T A R T S dot com. I got a growing presence on Facebook and I'm on LinkedIn. So please come find me. Thank you for another episode of Essential Change the Podcast. This was the way to go, and you put up your puppet show. I say cheers to life. No, I'll be no good man. Cheers to